Welcome to Co-Creation Station with Colin and Stephanie, a podcast about the law of attraction, the art of allowing, spiritual magic, and how to enjoy this strange and miraculous journey we call life. Thanks so much for tuning in. Now here are your hosts, Colin and Stephanie. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Co-Creation Station, the podcast where we talk about the law of attraction, the art of allowing, spiritual magic, the mind-body-spirit connection, and how to best enjoy this mystical, miraculous, mysterious, crazy, sometimes confounding, but always incredible journey we call life. My name is Colin. I'm located in beautiful, sunny North Hollywood, California. My name is Stephanie Orlina. I am a transformational life coach, and I'm in San Diego, California. Thank you so much for listening or watching uh, this episode today. Um, we just want to let you know right at the top here, we often mention Abraham Hicks and Esther Hicks. If you are not familiar with those names, Esther is a speaker and author who channels uh, a thing called Abraham. Abraham is described as a group of entities from beyond our physical world who share their wisdom by speaking through Esther at workshops and speaking opportunities around the world. Um, you can Google uh, Abraham Hicks or um, search on YouTube if you want to know more about them. You can also learn more about them online at abraham-hicks.com. Um, each week we start our conversation with a different jumping off point. This week, um, I the jumping off point is based on something I heard this week. Um, I was watching something on YouTube because I watch way too many YouTube videos. Um, <laughs> and um, I heard someone say, they kind of um, uh, sort of criticize like everyone who like um, talks about how we should understand the law of attraction, how we should practice the art of allowing that sort of stuff because they're saying, well, that philosophy um, is actually kind of mean to people because it's saying that like anything bad that happens to you is your fault and you should feel bad about it because you're the one that attracted it in the first place. Um, so if you're in an abusive relationship, um, you know, you attracted that abuse and that's your fault. It's not the fault of the person abusing you. Um, if you were in a car accident where you were driving safely and somebody, um, you know, ran a red light and ran into you, that's your fault because it's the law of attraction. You attracted that. Um, and so basically this person was kind of upset about that and said, you shouldn't believe in this stuff because it's really just a way for the people who talk about it to have control over the people that are listening to it or whatever and try to make them feel bad about themselves and whatever. So I thought we should talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> well i mean just the way you explained it from what they were saying it sounds really harsh mm. so i thought that's funny how they're saying that yeah it, i felt like they were doing what they were saying complaining about what the law of attraction people do and i was like whoa okay yeah um so what do you think about that i mean um i get where they're coming from um I think, you know, um, Joe Vitale in the film, The Secret actually says, I'm going to get in a little, I'm going to get a little in your face here and say, yeah, you did, you did attract the car accident. Um, I, I think it's a little bit of a misunderstanding of the overall philosophy. I've also heard people say, um, most people that I know that listen to Abraham Hicks, um, say wonderful things. They, they say, oh, I love Abraham. You know, she's really helped me. But I have heard one person say, I don't like how she, you know, I've listened to a lot of their workshops on YouTube and I don't like how Abraham like attacks the people who are sitting in the hot seat. And I was like, attacks, interesting. That's not how I ever hear it, you know, but 
I understand sometimes Abraham can be like kind of confrontational, I guess, when people bring stuff up. Um, yeah, sorry, you wanted to. That's what I was, remember when I was telling you, I feel like, cause so Abraham is um, a collective energies. And I really feel like that one, because I know what that person's talking about. Sometimes they can't, Abraham can be a little in your face. And I think that is a collection of one energies. And then there's the playful collective energies that they're kind of light and fun. And then, so I feel like there's these different combination of energies when uh, Esther is channeling. And mm -hmm. that is what I'm noticing after listening to them for, you know, a decade no not that long yeah i mean i feel like yeah, there's, a, there's an underlying issue for me and i this is just something i have personal experience with like i was raised and a lot of the adults in my early life criticized themselves heavily criticized others heavily and criticized me heavily that was just kind of part of um you know how they were with me and then i definitely came into like teenage years and early adulthood being very critical internally of myself yeah. and judgmental of others yeah. and very negative. And, um, I don't think that was my true nature now, um, looking back, but I think yeah. that is what I was taught. And it's like, when you're a little kid, you're very impressionable and you sort of learn to mimic what you see and what people do around you. It doesn't mean you do exactly what they do, but it's like if everybody in your life is kind of doing a thing, you get the idea as a kid of like, oh, this is how I should be. This is how I should sort of do things. Yeah, creatures um, of habit. Yeah. So, I mean, I came into teenage, my teenage years and early adulthood being very critical of myself internally. Like when my thought life would be like, you know, very self-critical mm -hmm. and um, any sort of like anything I perceived as a failure or not a huge success i would be very hard on myself and i still struggle with that sometimes these days much sure. less now much yeah. much less now than than back then um so i can i can understand like if somebody like had that sort of situation going on like i did and then they learn just sort of like one aspect of the law of attraction which is that it's just a law of the universe it's not a judge it's not an, it's not a person like Mm -hmm. saying, oh, I like you. I'm going to let right. you attract good stuff. And I don't or like you did this stuff. a long time ago and therefore yeah. you can't have this or yeah. you, you can't receive it's, this. It's, or... it's basically, I think that is where the metaphor of the law of gravity does work, mm -hmm. which is like, if you jump off a, a tall building, you're going to fall to the ground. It doesn't mean that you're good or bad. It's like anybody who jumps off a building is going to fall. Or um, two magnets, right? Like a magnets, right. they attract. Yes. And so that's really... yeah. So, I mean, if, I mean, the example talking about car accidents specifically, like I, I, I very much recall, like when I first moved to Los Angeles, I was very surprised and intimidated by the way people drove here. And I would think to myself, which I think was, you know, a, a thought that was born out of how I used to think as a kid and as a teenager. Um, it's just something I hadn't sort of cleaned up yet in my mind, my thoughts, um, beliefs, things like that. But I remember thinking like, God, it's so dangerous around here. One day I'm going to get in a car accident. I, used to think <laughs> that, I remember thinking that like almost every day when I got home yeah, from my job at that time. Yeah, yeah. And then a year later, I got in a car accident. And yeah, yeah. for me, knowing the law of attraction, knowing how it works, instead of it being, um, oh, I'm such a idiot you know i should have known better it was my fault i attracted the accident uh you know for me it was more like just sort of 
being amused at myself and going, oh, like that, that trigger, <laughs> you know, that I was experiencing every day being sort of freaked out instead of trying to do something different with that. I wrote it, you know, like yeah, I just got yeah. more angry and more scared. And yeah, I, I was putting out this, this vibration of like, oh, I'm getting in an accident. I, I just know I'm going to get in an accident someday. I'm going to get an accident. And then like, and isn't that me, it great? made sense that I then got in an accident, <laughs> you know? And isn't that great? Cause then we can yeah. do that. We can do that exact same thing yeah. with something we want. Yeah. And just cause you said a year later, you know, it could have yeah. been three months later or six months, Correct. you know, five, yeah. whatever. But I think that that's a great example of using um, what we say and think over and over again. Yeah. And just knowing like it's going to happen because law of attraction is responding to what I'm saying and thinking for our own good. You yeah. know, not that particular thing kind of reminds me. I, I just want to say something really quickly because it's, it's been in my head when you brought up the subject is um, I remember there's a workshop where Abraham was saying, yeah, Esther's gotten to the, to the point where she says, Oh, look, I did that thing. I don't like so much. Oh, look, I did that thing. I do like, Oh, look, you know, and really owning that she created that even yeah. the stuff that she doesn't like, she acknowledges that the power, like you were saying, I'm afraid I'm going to get, I'm going to get an accident one day, you know, like yeah. owning that power of what I think and what I say and how I feel like eventually that will happen if I keep it up. And, and, and this is such a smaller thing, but dang, it sure annoyed me when it happened. So yesterday I had an appointment at two and I left early in the morning and um, I had this white top on and I was at lunch, you know, an hour before my appointment. And I remember thinking, oh, Steph, be careful. You're going to get something on your top. Like, just be really careful. And I'm, I'm almost wrapping up my meal. I look down, I don't have anything on my top. And I'm, and I'm like, <laughs> It was funny because I was like, you know, there's like two bites left or something. And I'm like, I could feel that like I'm, I'm full, like I'm done, like I'm good. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, no, I want that last one or two bites. And I went and put some red sauce on it some more. Mm -hmm. And I go to take a bite and I look down and I have this huge red spot on my top. And I'm like, no. But there's, there's a couple of things. And this is where I think, you know, on the one hand, there are times where I think, you know, the law of attraction is really simple and it's really easy to understand. But then, and I think at its core that that's true, but then like how it gets translated through how we've been raised to think about life, like getting back to that simplicity sometimes can be complicated, you know? Um, so one thing I wanna mention is like, in the, going back to the car, car accident example, the law of attraction doesn't, Again, it's just the law of the universe. It doesn't absolve anyone from any responsibility. So like in that original car accident, you know, telling, telling it real facts of what actually happened. Um, the gentleman that hit me, uh, cause I, I, he ran a red light and I, I was turning left at an intersection and he ran a red light on his side and just plowed into the passenger side of my car, like T-boned me as we, mm, as, as it's called. And, um, he, he, when he got out of the car, first, I should say he helped me get out of my car because my car, the doors were damaged. So he actually did something nice by helping me get out of my car. But then I think he, he was trying to help me. He wanted to convince me not to sue him, <laughs> but bizarrely, he told me what happened from his side, which was he was an Uber driver and he was not, he didn't have 
a ride going and he didn't have a ride that he had agreed to, he was waiting to pick one up. And so as he was, which is something that I would assume Uber completely discourages, which is he was driving and he was, he had his phone down on the passenger seat of his car and he was looking at his phone to see if anybody was going to pick him up as a driver and ask for a ride. And so he wasn't looking at the traffic light. Um, so not a smart move from my perspective, because he just basically admitted like I did something that's illegal and I, you know, yeah. I should be held accountable. But the thing is, the law of attraction doesn't say, oh, that accident was Cohen's fault and that guy had no responsibility. Like that's no, not what the law of no, attraction says. We're not that gonna, guy is responsible yeah. for his actions. You know, if Absolutely. he's telling the truth, he should not have been looking at his phone. He should have been looking up above. He should have stopped the red light. So I think that's where people can get confused. It's, it's, it's not it's not about like just absolving abusers or people who break the law or anything not like at that. All. It's just about understanding that there's a narrative that you don't have any influence over that situation. And that is not true. You can change your vibration and have less of what you don't want in your life and more of what you do want. It's the other thing I want to say about it is it's not, I was thinking about this this week too. It's like, I do wish like most, you know, I think most people think like, if they're aware of it, it's like, it would be great if I had like some sort of real mechanical device that I could hook you up to Stephanie, and I could test your vibration right now. And I could get a reading and say, you're going to attract this much money in the next week, and you're going to attract this much friendship and love. And, you know, and, and if you're a little low, you could go, oh, okay, well, I need to raise my vibration this afternoon by six points, you know, and like, and you knew exactly what you could do to raise your vibration six points. But it's, it's, we don't have anything like that yet. Maybe sometime in the future we'll have that. But generally speaking, uh, the, the, the guidance system, as Abraham talks about, we do have an internal guidance system. So we do have a kind of a meter. And the meter is how do you feel? It's not kind of a meter. It well, is the meter. And it's right. the one that we pay most of us don't even acknowledge we don't even know that it is right. a meter we right. don't even know the true essence of why we have emotions like i didn't even know that and it's still i'm still learning that and getting that because yeah. for years i just thought my emotions were a response to something like someone gives me a kiss and it's like oh they love me or you know someone gives me a hug and that feels good oh and and there it's true to some degrees but it's about that connection with my higher self yeah and if i'm thinking a thought that's in alignment with that i feel good and when i'm thinking a thought that's out of alignment with my higher self i'm gonna feel negative emotion yeah and that's it it's nothing more it's the relationship between me and me which is me and my higher self period right. and we're not taught that that's like why you and i are here because a lot of the stuff we talk about here I wasn't raised with people around me didn't know it like some people just naturally like that beautiful older woman I met in PB that day at breakfast and she said you know I was just happy and things always worked out for me yeah and that just blew my mind because she knew that and it was I don't know that she was intentionally practicing but she was just generally a happy person and things even when even like, I, you know, I want to say there had to have been something good that came out of that accident. Is that the one that you, where you ended up getting the car that you like? 
Yeah, I've actually had two really bad accidents, actually. I had one after that. In both cases, I got a better car afterwards. Yeah, so I, I like to think, like, even, you know, even uh, yesterday when I spilled, luckily, I when I left the house, I brought another top just in case <laughs> something happened to the one I was wearing that morning, yesterday morning. Um, and then also, I always like to think, like, there's always something good that comes out of, you know, something bad, like 9-11. I just remember... Um, it was our first time Lou and I in New York and, you know, usually, like I've said before, it's like, we're so happy we're in the vortex, but you know, we, we had never been to New York and growing up, both of us had watched movies and shows where New York just looked rough and ragged and, you know, like, and in the seventies it was right in the sixties it was and stuff. Um, it wasn't until, you know, decades later that it became much nicer, cleaner place, but we were like on kind of like, and people weren't friendly and we you know we kind of held back people and then when after 9-11 happened everybody was so nice people yeah. like this this man we'd never met before helped us these this hotel gouged us and he went he's like that's ridiculous and he went back he took us over we met him at the diner and he took us over to the, and got our money back and we ended up staying somewhere else like people were talking to each other I just got chills up my legs Everyone was so friendly and nice and just wanted to help each other. I'm going to cry. And so there was a lot of horrific things and, and everything that happened that day, but there was so much good. People mm. came together. They bonded in ways and connected with their fellows like they never had before. And, and you and got again, two cars think, out of that. I think it's important to say, like, that doesn't mean that terrorism is great and the people and who flew the planes into the We're towers. Not, I'm not you know, saying that I think that that's where all. people... I think that's where people misinterpret and and I get it, but it's like, we're not saying that, you know, murder is good or, you know, you got to look on the bright side of mass murder or anything like that. I we're, like what we're saying, saying that is that at all, anything in your life that happens, there is, you know, you have a choice, which is, and sometimes it's hard, uh, but you have a choice as to how you're going to process and behave, you know, in the wake of that. And that's not to say like, you know, like when somebody loses a loved one, you know, I, I, I'm, we used to talk about this all the time, but every now and then uh, it does get mentioned. I'm a medium. I've talked to, whether you believe that or not, it's fine, but I, I know it to be true. And I've talked to people that are on the other side that have transitioned. And I know that it's, that it's fine over there. Like there's nothing to be afraid of. It's fine. Um, but like when somebody who doesn't believe in that sort of stuff comes up to me and they just share with me that a, that some, a loved one very close to me, you know, just passed away suddenly two days ago, I don't look at them and go, well, if you're sad, that's your fault. You should just feel great about it because, you know, they're, they're <laughs> celebrating on the other side. Right, you know, like right. Everybody's going to have their own reaction to yeah, things like that. Absolutely. And, and that's totally fine. Like, that's totally fine. Um, all, all we're saying is, is that you do, the law of attraction doesn't really change. It does just react to like how your vibration yeah. is. Yeah. So it's just you, responding to us. Yeah. So at if all you, times. <laughs> and the other thing I wanted to point out too, is like the story of you spilling the, the sauce on your shirt. <laughs> now, <laughs> the thing is, it's possible to have that before it happened. It's possible to have that thought and say, oh, you know, this, I am wearing all white. I have this like very stain worthy sauce in my hand or whatever. Um, I'm going to be careful 
and my shirt is going to stay clean. And if that's actually your vibration, Absolutely. you will be careful yeah. and your shirt will stay clean. What really oh. happened when you had that thought was you had a fear based thought of like oh my gosh it's gonna be terrible <laughs> if i get sauce on this shirt i really i my <laughs> vibration was more of i'm gonna get something on this top and yeah. get before i get to my appointment that was yeah. really my vibration yeah. and that and that happened so um and it was okay because you know yeah. what i i tried a jillion things last night i soaked it for a really long time and everything that should have gotten it out never did and then um i was like bleach we didn't have any bleach. Yeah. And then Laura was heading out and I, I texted her. I said, hey, if you happen to go by the grocery store or um, the drugstore, if you see a, a small bottle of bleach, if you'd get me some. And she came home with a bottle and I threw a bunch of bleach in there and my top is like it was before I got the sauce on it. So, um, well, and I should say too. So the second accident I had was I think in 2017. Um, and that one threw me because I thought I had cleaned up my vibration about it. I, I thought because of the first one that had happened yeah. a few years earlier, I was like, yeah. huh, that's interesting because I yeah. don't drive around all day now thinking, right. oh gosh. Um, but you know, there was something really great that came out of that too. It would probably take me too long to explain it, but I had- I thought one. there was with one of them. Well, both you... of them had, I mean, the first one, was like stop but, thinking but I'm gonna get people, an accident. All day. But people, like I, I felt like the second this, there yeah, was the one where time, people came together and it was just something like that. Yeah, the second time was really. I, I mean, the biggest gift for me at the time was, I had. I didn't. I'm just trying to figure out how to explain this uh, and have it make sense. But like when I was growing up as a kid, I thought of myself as a victim a lot. Um, you know, my my family members viewed themselves as victims. They viewed our family as victims sometimes, and they would just talk about us that way. So I had a lot of stuff about a victim mentality. Um, that doesn't mean, again, I'm not saying like, <laughs> I don't want my words to be misinterpreted. Like if somebody robs you, you are a victim of that crime. I'm not saying there are no victims, you know, like that's a, that's a thing that happens. But what, But there's a difference between that real situation and viewing the world as like, oh, bad stuff always happens to me. Why does it yeah. always happen to me? People yeah. should be nicer to me. That kind, that's what I'm talking about, a victim mentality. And I had that sometimes. And this, um, the second accident that happened, it was in interesting. I had a girlfriend at the time that I had just started dating and I was on my way to her house to pick her up for a date. And it was like our fourth date or something like that. And um, things have been going really well and I was really excited about it. So when the accident happened, it was like, ah, oh, fuck, like, this is awkward. Like, it's not good in general. Like my car's totaled, you know, the cops are here, you know, um, all this, but also like I was on my way to my girlfriend's place. This changes our evening quite a bit. Um, but I called her and she showed up because she was, I was only like a mile from her apartment. And I remember realizing that years earlier as a younger adult, I would have felt like a real victim in that situation, meaning I would have felt helpless. I would have felt like, I don't know what to do. I, you know, like this shouldn't have happened, all this kind of stuff. And I would have felt like I needed another person in my life to like come save me from that situation. Mm -hmm. And when my girlfriend sh showed up, I realized, I mean, she was great. I mean, she was terribly concerned. She's like, is there anything I could do for you? How do you feel? Are you sore or anything like that? Um, 
But what I realized was I didn't feel like I had that victim mentality. I mm. understood that I had been a victim of a car accident. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that was a fact. But I felt like a mature adult that was like, even if I didn't have a girlfriend or she wasn't able to show up, I would have been okay and able to talk to the police and talk to the other drivers and everything and mm. been okay. And mm. for me, that was a just a just a way of understanding that I had grown up a bit as an adult and like mm, oh nice. you know I'm in a more yeah. mature stable yeah. place in my life and I don't need you know even yeah. even that first car accident was very different I felt very sort of there was a victimization that I felt on top of the actual victimization if that makes yeah. sense yeah. and I did feel in need of rescue um, like emotionally, I guess I would say. And yeah. the second time it was almost the exact same thing. A guy ran a red light. Yeah. It was the other side of that car, <laughs> the driver's side, which is a lot scarier, by the way, if they go on the driver's side. Um, but um, yeah, so it was a, almost the exact same situation. And then afterwards I felt like, oh, wow, like I, I've grown up, I've matured. Mm. That's kind of cool to realize yeah. that. And yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, yeah, so that, that was a really good thing that came out of that. And I should say it was very strange because I needed some time to process it. I think I went to my girlfriend's apartment for about an hour, but we were going to go to a, a, see a band that I knew that I mm -hmm. really loved. Um, and it was much later. So we were going to go to dinner and have like a, a long dinner and then go to this show. We ended up eating while I was kind of mentally processing at her apartment. Mm -hmm. And then at the end of it, I was like, you know what? I'm fine. I was like, you want to go to the show? And she's like, yeah. well, fine. Are you fine? And I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I'm fine. And I went oh to the show. Oh my gosh, that's great. That was we, probably the best thing you could have done too, to just kind of shift things around. That's the thing. We, we danced our butts off at oh. that show. We had a blast. Um, I talked to my friends in the band afterwards. And like one of them, had, I don't know if we told them or whatever, but one of them had heard about it the accident and some, like came over to me and, and I, all I was saying was like, Oh man, this show was great. It was awesome. Yeah, yeah. And, then, and then we're like, were you just in a horrible car accident? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, Oh yeah, but we're fine. Don't worry about that. And they're like, are you okay? <laughs> like, should you be here? And I was like, yeah, I wasn't hurt. You know, like yeah. okay. thankfully no one was injured and you know, whatever. But um, that's cool because then that person's going to be able to tell a story someday of like, Oh, and I had this friend who had gotten this really bad car accident. I heard about it, and then I saw him like a few hours later, and he was at this show of our mutual friend well, having dancing and laughing, and he was saying it's fine. That's the important thing. There is like, it, and again, just talking about myself, how I grew up, and how I was raised versus that moment. I wasn't denying reality. You know, I wasn't trying to just say, well, no, I was in a car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. It was nothing. There's nothing, you know. Ignore it, blow it off. I, yeah. You know, I, I acknowledged it when it happened. Like I said, I took about an hour at my girlfriend's place. And like, I, if I needed the night to just chill, I would have taken it, you know. Right. But after an hour, I was like, you know, I, I'd like to go to the show. Yeah. Um, and that's just a, I was able to, so I was acknowledging reality. I mean, I, I, I wasn't absolving the guy who hit me. Um, well, and it yeah. was really about perspective, right? Like you took yeah. care of yourself, you know, yeah. and, and there you could have, anyone could have had different experiences with that. And they could have been angry all night long or yeah. really upset with themselves or the other person and just had a really different experience. It kind of reminds me of that movie with Gwyneth Paltrow where it's like, and this may be a little bit different, but you know, Oh, okay, I have love. this talk, I have this thought, and I feel this way, and my life goes this way. Well, I have 
you know, a negative response and I have a lot of anger and my life goes this way. Yeah. And, and the different paths that can take us yeah. to. I'm glad you brought up Iron Man too, because I love that movie. And it, <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> you brought it up before and I've never seen it, but it's called Sideways or Side Root or something like that. I don't know the name of it. I just yeah. know two different outcomes and yeah. 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 Okay. Well, great discussion. Um, uh, we hope you got something out of our discussion today. Um, we thank you so much for listening or watching, whichever you did. Um, we just want to remind you, as we do at the end of every episode, that we are posting a brand new episode every Monday morning for you right now. Uh, we truly appreciate you doing whatever your platform allows you to do to support the podcast. I do want to make a pitch. Um, you do not have to do this. We are not obligating anyone to do it, but it would be a nice thing if you could do it, if you could take a few moments. If you're an audio listener only, um, if you could go on YouTube and just pull up this episode and just like it on YouTube, that would help us tremendously. It, it does seem to help the algorithms of YouTube. We try not to worry about that, but it, it does sort of help us. So if you're, if you're an audio only listener and you'd be willing to do that for us, we would be super grateful to you. If you Thank don't you. have time or you, or you don't go to YouTube at all, no problem. Don't worry about it. But anyway, um, so thank you so much again for uh, listening and watching, um, our social media links and our email address are in the description in the doodly do uh, down <laughs> on the YouTube version. We wish you a happy and abundant week, and we look forward to you joining us again on the next episode of Co Creation Station. Bye, everybody. Bye.